0: hey guys i'm Brittany. i'm maria and welcome to a special sunday night edition of the be more podcast
1: it is evening <laughs> so not I don't know that it's what... any
0: different than what our regular episodes are but just... i think it's it's really just the time of filming yeah it's just a warning the... that whatever you expect to happen whatever is like off limits during the day is not off limits after dark
1: and it's also another edition of we're eating while we're recording
0: <laughs> um i could not make good not that I have to eat vegan mac and cheese,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I feel like it's so tedious. So if anybody out there knows, I'm eating vegan mac and cheese from a restaurant in Maryland, um, uh, in case you're very confused about why I have food. I am in New Jersey, <laughs> but I was in Maryland and I brought of this food home with me. I always wanted to find, especially when I was vegan, like a really simple mac and cheese recipe, but they're so convoluted. So if anybody out there who's listening knows a really good, like vegan mac and cheese recipe, share it with us.
1: I, I bet you like, because like you can buy vegan cheese, obviously, and mm-hmm. just like kind of prepare it like a mac and cheese, but it doesn't but taste it needs- as it doesn't taste as like and the
0: melting, the melting temperature, mm-hmm. and, like the way that it melts and the consistency of vegan cheeses are is very different than regular cheese. Mm-hmm. So it makes it more difficult. But anywho, so I'm,
1: I'm eating in Clementine, just in case someone's wondering <laughs> the other chewing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, so how are you feeling? Carrying um, off of what we said we were going to do last week.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm tired mm. uh, physically, but not like mentally, emotionally, I, I don't think. Um, uh, it, it's getting to the point where it's like right after busy season, which is where I'm like the most sane. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I've actually like cooked for myself throughout the weekend, <laughs> like, actually grocery shopped. Like, I'm wow. eating a fruit. <laughs> like, that should say a lot. <laughs> So, how, how are you feeling?
0: I'm good. I am, um, see, you said how, and I was able to say I'm good. So now I have to autocorrect myself.
1: Really, it's, just, it's supposed to be what are you feeling? So I'm not bad.
0: That's cool. It's, I noticed it. I was like, wait, you weren't the whole reason watch. It's so funny because that's how autocorrected both of us are that just like put that out. Um, yeah. I definitely feel I, having a couple days away was super needed. I'm, I'm happy that I did it. It's funny because I am realizing my sense and desire for adventure, for something. I have a very strong sense of adventure and wanting to be able to adventure. And I haven't been giving myself that in like previous, honestly, in months. I haven't done something to that extent of new space new experience in months so it felt really nice and to be able to have that new experience and also have my nephews because they're just the stinking cutest things on the face of the earth Mm -hmm. but i have to say like part of me leaving them is really made me really sad my one nephew is he's going to be four at the end of the month and he just cried and to to see him cry because i'm it was just it was super sad um so it's interesting how Those emotions work and it's so funny too because. Mm -hmm. I had to tell I was listening to this really interesting thought we've talked a lot about emotions right and how we have to not tell ourselves when we're feeling an emotion like it'll be okay or like to ignore the fact that you're feeling something so. When he was getting sick, uh, my, nep- my other nephew ended up getting like a little bit of a, a bug while I was there and got like really sick all over. Oh, my- <laughs> no. Um, so it's so interesting to think about how when we have a tendency to be around kids, we want to comfort them and say that it's okay or like it's going to be okay. But then like to some extent, are is that how we start training? Do we start training them that young to not really fully experience their emotions because we just try to like it's okay and move on
1: I, well I think that um no you can tell them it's not okay I, I feel right. like more, yeah like I feel like um you're still programmed to do that right to say the world is like a good place but like you can also start uh, I see more and more like parents on TikTok like millennials and like you know mm-hmm. younger parents um start off with saying like you know, it's not okay, and but that's okay. Like, you know, yeah, like things like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So I was, when I, especially, I mean, we were obviously experiencing this throughout the time with them because things happen constantly Um, and they're emo- emoting. But as I was saying goodbye, especially to the littler one and he was getting really sad, my first thought was to be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you're going to see him. And then I was like, no, no, don't say it's okay. Because I said to him, you know, I was like, I'm sad too, bud. I'm sad. And it's okay that yeah. we're sad. Yeah, exactly. Um, so better. it's interesting. I think I was definitely right. As I predicted that kids are so being around kids just really changes your perspective on everything. Oh um, yeah, I'm sure. Because,
1: they're like unfiltered.
0: Yeah. And they're, they're just, they're not programmed yet. The way that we are, pro, we've been talking a lot in the past couple of weeks about how we're programmed and how We've been molded into things and we have these society, societally deemed appropriate responses and actions and stuff. And little kids don't have that in a glorious way. And when I was watching, um, when I was watching the boys play and we went to the parks, we went and just like just seeing them have a feeling or have a thought and just be able to take action on it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like be able to really play and run and have so much sense of freedom, especially cause like, you know, you see that so much in boys, like uh-huh. especially little little with without hormones that are running around. So it's so nice to see that. And it was a good reset for me to remember that when I have those like in- impulses and desires, like I want to or I need to do something. I need to just, I need to do it. I need to listen to that part of myself as well.
1: I mean, it's hard to. I feel like because um, I is. haven't, I haven't taken a vacation since pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like,
0: it's not like I can't. Um, I just don't define, know why I haven't. Define vacation. What do you mean by vacation? Like, I don't mean like the definition. I mean like, what do you deem as a vacation? Yeah, what's a vacation for you?
1: Like taking like a week or two off straight. <laughs>
0: So it's like vacated, vacation is like not working for you? Not working.
1: Also just traveling. I yeah. haven't traveled outside of New Jersey since pre-COVID. And that's or one the of the tri-state things. Tri-state area.
0: That's one of the things that I want to change my, because I, it's funny, vacation has such a fantastical, right? Like attachment to it. The Like in now, especially because of, like social media and the abilities and the ways that we're able to vacate but that's the truth of the matter is that vacation is literally just like you removing yourself from the normal experience yeah and that's exactly everything. what that is and there doesn't have to be any expectation attached to it yeah it, well it depends on I guess who you're <clears throat> vacationing discussing it with. with yeah that's true <laughs> but I think that that's why I thought to myself about because in all honesty I love my nephews but (laughs) like the ideal of vacation when you take out what it really like vacate the concept of vacating it's not a vacation to roll over in bed at seven in the morning and have two tiny little beady eyes staring at you like yeah yeah. like that's not like you know what I mean that doesn't match that like that ideal quote unquote of like a vacation the way we deem it these days like being able to relax but that it's an, it's an adventure, right? Like mm-hmm. getting to be with them, getting to go and explore and do stuff that I don't normally do is an adventure. And that is, I mean, I'm definitely tired, but like my soul is revitalized. So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: that's definitely what, just finding more ways to adventure away from the norm are things that I'm going to try to bring in more. And it's going to be easier now that the weather's nice and like, Things are, you know, not as intense with COVID and things are more readily available, but that's what I'm going to start planning literally into, like, my schedule and my schedule. Dan is, I don't know, life is meant, I think life is meant to be adventured.
1: Yeah, I don't like being stagnant. Some people do, but that's painful, fine. painful,
0: but it's definitely, for me personally, it becomes painful. And I, yeah, 100% in the weeks leading up to, like, me, the day before or two days before, (laughs) um, I was supposed to leave. And now mind you, I deal with a lot of hormonal stuff because of my IUD, um, and being female during, you know, times of the month, but it, (laughs) this sounds terrible in hindsight, but it was the reality of what I was facing. And maybe somebody listening to this has experienced this. I literally was in such a not good space from that big confinement that I was creating for myself that I could not look at myself in the mirror oh (laughs) like and it was coming from the mindset of like oh my god like it's you again (laughs) like (laughs) I'm looking at you in this mirror again damn like and it's it's and it was hard because and I was really struggling with it because I didn't know why I was getting I mean like I said hormones get in the way dealing with you know, all of that stuff gets in the West
1: extreme It's an extreme during the, yeah, it, put, yeah, it, it puts, puts line you, line.
0: yes. It puts you in a not fun place, but. I didn't know why I was feeling that way mm-hmm. until I finally, I got in my car and I just started like driving. I had to drive like somewhat usual roads to get to the main highway. And the second that I hit like the highway and my body realized like we are going away now, everything inside of me changed. Yeah, sometimes like you just need to change the scenery.
1: Yeah. The environment around you. Which is you. why,
0: like, isolation and imprisonment and all that stuff is so unfortunate. and It's just, so unethical, in my opinion. Uh, all of those words. But, so, yeah. You had
1: fun, though, I would assume?
0: I did have fun. You, you
1: went to a lot of places I saw. Oh, dude, trip. I was
0: all over the place. We went yeah. to, I mean, it was one of the busiest weekends for them. Because when you have kids, you need them to do things and be entertained um uh, Maryland has this amazing setup of like planned communities which is something they're really trying to bring to Jersey more now but um their parks and recreation has all of this like planned out parks Uh Uh, and when I say parks it looks like a mini theme park like We went to one park that they had that had like giant spaceships and all of these giant, like metal things that became musical instruments. And like, it was like the one park had different themed areas to it. There was a farm area and a space area and it it was, and a dino, there was like giant dinosaur car. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was like something that you would pay, pay to go to. And they have them kind of all over the place. Um, and it's just cool because like for my nephews, that's a norm. They get to experience these really cool things. And we went to Ravens, the uh, M&T Bank Stadium because my, mm-hmm. uh, the boys are cup scouts and okay, cool. being cup scouts with somebody who's a retired player for the Ravens. Oh, really? Um, So we got to take a private tour, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And then this morning we went bowling with my younger nephew for the first time, which was... Freaking hysterical and adorable, but yeah. I mean, yep. Yeah, and I like, uh,
1: mm-hmm. kudos to you for f- literally f- coming on here to film right as you walked into the <laughs> door
0: after being in Maryland. How long is that drive again? I can't remember. It's like roughly three hours. It's always worse coming back to Jersey because traffic's always annoying and nonsensical, but I like driving. I like- yeah, same. I'm a, oh, side note, I mean, this is an important note for Maria and I, but anybody else who cares about our musical interests, I did not know that Mayday Parade let out a whole album last year. What's it called? Um, The, the Meaning of Falling Apart.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't know an that. An entire
0: album. I didn't know about it. I discovered it on my three-hour ride home. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they were just at they they were just, I recording. know. They're I, in wanted, Jersey. I know. And I wanted to go, I think they were, they're coming either next week or something, but I, it was, it just wasn't going to work out. I'm literally looking up this album. I did not know that. And then they let out an acoustic version of one of their like classic songs. Um, that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head, but that's what I do in my three hour car rides. I listen to music and it was also very funny. You know, who else I listened to who has tons of new music that I didn't catch up on Matt and Kim
1: matt and kim <laughs> you know i never really got into them in high school when it, they kind of blew up for us uh around that time period but i know a couple yeah. songs i um, enjoyed
0: i enjoyed it that's good a little jack's mannequin i you know i listen i stare and yeah. it's nice and i look at the changing like i'm one of those crazy people who like really stares at like the changing landscapes and oh that's not crazy there's one also, it's
1: crazy. Uh, uh sorry. What? Also, is is crazy a uh, politically correct term nowadays? What crazy? See, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, was it ever? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Right. I don't think, in my mind, tangent. I feel like we don't mean crazy when we say crazy. It's just in our vernacular, it is- I think if that makes sense. I feel like if we say, whoa, your hair is crazy. Your hair is messy. Your hair is uncontrolled. Your hair is untamable, right? Like that, um, which I will totally tell you that my three-year-old nephew called my hair this weekend, um, when he's not wrong, but Damn. <laughs> I feel like when we, when we say it in response of Like that's early, we say like, that's awesome or unbelievable. That's crazy. Like that's wild. Yeah. 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 But I feel like when we, it's never been accessible to be like that person's crazy or you're crazy. Yeah. That's not right. (laughs) That's the, that's the, that's the hard one. I don't think we mean it when we say it for things outside of people, but it's just what Mm -hmm. comes out, I guess. Yeah, no,
1: I, I just listen to a lot of podcasts and whenever they say crazy. They're like, oh, just kidding. Like, not just kidding, but like, oh, that's yeah. my bad. Like, that's not what I meant. Like, you know, they're like, because people are still learning. I feel like, because they're like, oh, no, they're not great. Like, if they re- if they say crazy in response to like something that a person has done. Oh, they're crazy. Like, because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. So that yeah. that phrase keeps coming up. And every time they're like, oh, just kidding. No, sorry. Like, back it up. Like, they're mentally ill. Like there's something wrong there or something, you know? Like, right, right. There's something going on. Yeah. That we're not aware of or something. No, uh,
0: the thing that always, and the thing that always gets me, it's funny when I, when I do now, mind you, because of COVID, I hadn't been down there to visit them. I hadn't been down there. Like they'd come up over random times, but, um, I hadn't been down there since probably 2019 if not really early in uh, 2020, but there are are like landmarks that I mark to tell myself like how close I am Mm -hmm. and one of the, and I never, it never, I'll never get, I don't think I'll ever not be baffled by it. There's one bridge that I cross that's like, um, I don't know, it's got a name, but like the type of bridge that it is, there's no, like structure above it's just like a road that looks like it is floating oh. between like these two giant mountainsides and this massive river mm-hmm. um, it's not the delo i don't know what it's somewhere in maryland um i don't know yeah there's and anybody who's ever driven through maryland on 95 maybe you know exactly what i'm talking about right now but and there's no like siding it's just like the little bumpers like it's terrifying yeah. Honestly, yeah. no big deal <laughs> it always absolutely baffles me when i drive over it because you can when you look side to side you just see like these giant hills and like this hurt to ever turn in. and it looks i don't know it looks like you're looking down looking at the end of the world and it like super got me this time yeah like damn it's just so it's so funny when you don't what type of major venturing mm-hmm doing like doing things all over again and nature's always been very like astonishing to me but it's it it feels so that was the first time in a really long time that i ever that i've driven a long period of time by myself mm-hmm. and gotten to just explore then you and, probably just yeah you probably just need time to yourself but i get time to myself think of how much i'm by my i'm by myself so much yeah, but like you're, you're leaving the environment right by yourself. Right. You know? I'm traveling and venturing off by myself. And it's funny because I remember when um, that used to be a scary concept to me, but now it's gotten to the point where it's something that I need to do more. Yeah, for sure.
1: I, it really just just your body saying like, okay, like this is a safe space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is good. I miss yeah. that though
0: adventuring yeah just like
1: leaving here
0: i mean in all reality are you still working in the office or are you working from home most of the time i'm like a hybrid i'm like here. And you like not go to work for a week and just well, it's it's still tax places well i mean in the future i don't mean right this again
1: yeah um i just think the timing wasn't right uh mm-hmm. for these past couple of years that was the issue um like i moved like things were, yeah, you did you know. a lot. i did a lot within covid um but you know the philippines is open up so i might go back soon um i might go to uh, the plan is like to go to disney <laughs> like around my my dad and mine mine's birthday Love like it. that week or whatever so it's like i'm gonna go places it's just like the burnout was real when I have, oh, yeah. when I haven't it's... traveled for so long, and I've been so used to like going somewhere at least once a year. Like... And it's
0: so much more intense to have like of a good experience, the the good things that come from it that make you feel good, but also the the way it tires you. Yeah, because there's a lot more going on, especially if it's at, like a new new place that you've not really gone to before.
1: Right, and like. <laughs> Right now, I want to stick with places that I've been to, so it does that doesn't happen.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Um. It's just like, but then it's like, oh, I haven't been on a plane in like more than two years.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking forward. I'm really. I'm not, not looking forward, forward to that. that. Uh, I'm super not looking forward to that. It's funny. I was talking to a close friend of mine like last weekend, and we were talking about how what's been super difficult. I, we've talked about it, but not necessarily made enough, like many things in this life we talk about its existence, but don't make enough room for it to be a thing that we manage or Mm -hmm. deal with or overcome. I feel like I've heard so many people talking about because of everything that happened with COVID and there being a new normal in the world being, the world is very different than it was two years ago for a lot of different reasons. We were talking about like what comes next, right? Like where where we wanna go in our lives and what we wanna do. And she like is preparing to like potentially have children. Mm -hmm. And she was saying how she doesn't want she expected to do a lot of things in the last two years that she wasn't able to do, and travel was a big part of the things that were on her list. And because of it, she's like, "I, you know, I, I want to have kids. I don't want to postpone having kids, but I didn't get the fulfillment that I wanted out of the last two years of my life." Uh-huh. It's so true, and I said I was saying to her too. Um, the last few years, I mean. <laughs> There, there's so many things you can't control. Of what's gonna happen? But like that was like a level of we. No one had control over anything, and things didn't go as planned to like a totally new extreme. And I said, I even like I said to her, I was like, look, I, I really want to have children at one point, you know, in my life by any means. Also, but uh, like I, I'm very well aware of the fact that I. I'm going to be selfish. I'm not going to do it yet because, and that like was like the last kind of realization for me, and and not having the last two years, like I'm not ready to have kids. And it sounds kind of selfish, but it's the tr- like the truth. And she was like, "No, it's hundred percent selfish," and that's why I kind of feel ashamed in saying it. And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> um, but I said to her, and you know, she was kind of like hesitant to talk about it. I was like, "You know, we're, this is something we don't talk about enough, but like." the last two years was fucking traumatic. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to adjust to being like, okay, what, what now? And and being hesitant to take actions on things because I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's like that, that whole like barrier of like real hard yoloing ing mm-hmm. like, if I feel like if you're somebody who, I don't want to make judgments, but I feel like some people took potentially two different paths. Some people were like, well, it could all go to shit tomorrow, so YOLO. And then me being the traumatized, worried person that I am, I'm like, well, it could go to shit tomorrow, so like, I don't wanna do that. But, Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm picking it on. But we really, who, when were any of us, especially as adults, given time to grieve over the fact that, like, it's, I don't know why this is what's coming to my mind, but in Marvel, in the Marvel stories when the blip happens, Right, and then I'm sure. back. It's uh-huh. this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't. How do you not know what that means? I don't watch Marvel movies, dude. Okay, so <laughs> long story short, like there's a, a blip, and uh-huh. half the people on the Earth like vanish and disappear. Okay. Five years until they're brought back. Okay. I'm not even gonna go into any more cause, like that's cause, fine. Go right I Got over, it. But that's what happens. Yeah. But half the half of the population of the world it disappears. And vanishes for five years, and then they come back.
1: Okay. you sorry
0: Just to know why. Watch the movies. But that, I mean, the real the potential of that actually being the reality of what happens, right? Where like people lose five years of their lives. Like what just happened to us was potentially the most possible plausible blip, right? That we like we literally all had to halt our lives and major adjust our lives, and it's you don't come out of that like the same way that you were there has to be a grieving period there there ha- part, parts of you change parts of your existence and your being changes from going through that and that's i think that what i learned about myself from leaving the home like my home this weekend and doing something different one of the things that changed for me is that i because that sense of being able to adventure really like taken away for such a long time and there was so much fear around what consequence would happen if you did adventure that now myself is like you need to do this more because like i think there's a little bit of fear around the fact of like what if you can't do it again
1: yeah i i think that's pretty normal i don't think it's selfish Uh, oh well no it it is is it's like it's, it's you're
0: just putting yourself first. It's the good. It's the kind of selfish that we need to allow us to do. It's the kind of selfish that leads to the bullshit of like what self care is. Yeah. But, like no. It and and because if you if you if you know and
1: also like especially with kids because that's just a variable that I mean if you try sometimes it doesn't work out till years later anyway so it's like right
0: and you have no control over that right
1: you have no control over that but even so like even if you do. Because, like, I don't believe in, like, timelines for life. Like, you go at your own pace, right? Mm-hmm. And because of, of COVID, like, I mean, that's altered everyone's pace. Right. And pace if, that if, you have. Anything
0: that, if there's anything that could possibly happen that made it <clears throat> that what you said about not there not being a one true timeline, it made it a reality. Like, it just, it yeah. did. And, like,
1: we're all still so young.
0: Like, you know? it's funny i i super enjoy i'm reading um right now i'm reading a book that was i don't remember something with courage but it was written by uh, i also don't remember his name sorry i stink but (laughs) he at one point worked for disney in some like really high marketing like he he would he helped he was a ceo of something around something with marketing the movies that disney made like he was out there um and i'm reading his story right now and his whole like personal life went to shit, and then his whole life went to shit. like obviously he's not working for disney anymore but and his whole life pivoted well into his 40s in a way that he never saw coming and then at the same time I'm also reading um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle right now which mm-hmm. do you you would probably actually really really like because she untangles so many stereotypes about like being programmed into like different ways whether you're like female and what your um, what your occupation should be and what mm-hmm. your um like she talks a lot about like gender ident- identity and sexual orientation and all of these awesome things but mm-hmm she didn't have this major change in her life until well into her 40s like so and i always think of um do you know how old the guy was who started kfc when he started kfc when it became a thing no idea he was well into his 60s
1: yeah like i i can KFC believe that obviously
0: yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah. like that's why he's current that's why everybody was always like well i see this old guy like no the guy who started kfc was literally a friggin' literally old just old <laughs> so uh, and i it's funny because that that brings me so much peace because i was always you know how i am like an overachiever and having expectations and all of these things so we do we have so we have so much time and so little it's this weird life is such a weird paradox mm-hmm. but even if you feel like you don't have time right or if you're so worried about chasing after something there's no guarantee there's no, they, in a good way, not in a scary way. Like, there's no guarantee. And maybe you'll get there and you're, you'll pivot. And it's just,
1: maybe you'll get there and you don't want even want it. Like, you know? Right.
0: Like, and how many friggin' people get there, right? Whatever they're there is. And they're yeah. f- fucking miserable, right? It's like, yeah. It's, it's so difficult when our world, I don't want to say the world, because there are parts of the world that then that's why they despise America, because we kind of make this super capitalist agenda just like the outright front of the way that we live our lives but the world there's not a single thing in our world in the natural world in the science world that functions and flourishes under instant gratification oh yeah and the capitalist world the world that we live in america too pushes for an instant like Literally, I I don't know. If there's there's any other like definition or words that you can. It's an instant gratification everything.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it's a. It's more like a peak. Like you you hit a peak and then what else? You hit another peak and you hit another right. peak. And it's just like, and it's always like the journey and not the destination it's, like thing. So but like funny. also, like the journey sometimes sucks too. Like. <laughs>
0: Dude, the journey does suck. Life is. (laughs) And the the destination sometimes sucks too. Like, you know. It is so funny. I had, uh, I mean, I would add more to what he said, but I had a professor in college who literally would say to us all the time, life is, life sucks and then you die.
1: Yeah, it's a common phrase now.
0: (laughs) And it really does. Like, it really does suck, but it's, it's grotesquely beautiful because of how much it sucks and how much we get to experience all the suck and how much we get to feel, like we get to feel everything that happens and everything that happens to us and everything that happens around us. And like, that's hard shit to do, but Mm -hmm. I would rather, I say this on a good day, but I would rather feel that than not feel it. it's all right it's better to have loved and and lost than to never have loved at all right all those great amazing sayings and poems and songs and all that shit like there have been people that have been on this earth for thousands of years before us and they have some type of artifact or something that they've created some type of reference to that concept of the fact that it sucks mm-hmm but you get it, like you get to enjoy it. You get to experience it at all.
1: Yeah, you really just take it day by day. Like whatever plan that you may have will always shift.
0: Yeah, and that's okay. I'm honestly just now settling into the season of my life where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next. Like I have things that I want, right? And things that I'm working towards and I have passions, but I've hit a couple of like milestones that I was working towards. And now I'm in like the, I'm 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 deeming it the, the, I have to find a better way to do it because I'm, like I said, I was doing it in a not good way and it made <laughs> me very unhappy, but I'm deeming it my like be still, like a moment of still where I need to yeah. stop. Yeah. You know, like you, and you know this about me, like, and you, you call me out on it for the podcast all the time, right? Like I'm always chasing something. I'm always running after something. I'm always doing something i think that mm-hmm. like this next mini phase of my life i need to just be still and and see where i come to within myself but then that's also the moments where really crazy things find me when i stop chasing after something
1: yeah because you're more like aware yeah yeah That that's the thing like I, even for me like i don't want to like i've I've done so much in the past like couple of years and I'm like let me just like stay here like you know in whatever space yeah. that I am because like it's yeah. it gets tiring chasing and after
0: something it's a different right like my first thought in us talking about this is like oh well we were told to be still in you know the last few years with COVID but that was a different it's one thing to be forced to be still it's another thing to choose stillness yeah I agree yeah and like and physical and mental capacities
1: right and i i think we have the option to be still is what
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) is what is different
0: yeah but it's hard i think it i definitely see myself being somebody who as i'm getting older and as i'm struggling with this whole dichotomy of society versus nature, I guess, or, you know, that instant gratification versus living your freaking life. Um, I see myself, how easy it could be to slip into being somebody who has an addiction Mm -hmm. and how thin that thread could be in being pulled where like everything unaligns and just falls to shit and i wonder with the the raise it like the raised level of concerns about like mental states and mental illness and the distress of the mind and the like astronomical levels of addiction Mm -hmm. i wonder where the breaking point is And what's so frustrating is that so much of the influence on where that breaking point lies is going to fall within the means of a system in our country that functions on oppression and in equal support and opportunity for people, meaning. Yeah, I lost you at some point. So like. you are more likely to see recurring issues of addiction or not being able to seek or get help with addiction in people of color, right. Or in people in lower socioeconomic standing, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or like, and not even like having access to resources, but just yeah, having like society, having tolerance for it even being an issue in the first place that somebody's is dealing with. Right. So, what is a concern for me right if i mean i i hope that there's a better world around the corner but i mean when you look at the track record of where we've been the last decade and how things are not getting better i also see there's a potential for us to be facing a really scary reality with especially with the upcoming generations now that just went like that were young and dealing with COVID, like what happened with covid um I mean, in all reality, I know a lot of students who are coming out of high school, like after COVID and already have dealt with like rehab level addictions, Mm -hmm. uh, a handful. Um, So what I worry about is if it gets to the point where things ultimately have to get worse before they get better, does it what happens to anybody who's not going to be supported through the broken systems like does it just create a wider gap is that is the is the is the fall away of the middle class going to be due to the onset of like mental health you know what i mean like this like these are like the
1: yeah, I mean, it's a, I mean, there's so many variables. It's, it's,
0: uh, I'm just, I'm like, so curious. I mean, capitalism
1: isn't helping, uh, the ever splitting of the two-party system doesn't help, uh, you know, racism is still a thing, discrimination is still a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the middle class, I mean, the falling of the middle class is, has always been slowly but surely, but there is still a middle class, thankfully here. Um, if mm-hmm. that does end up being, if there is a fall of the middle class and it's just upper and lower, like, I mean, that's a whole different,
0: whole different world. I definitely like world what's outlook. going to be able to make a really big distinction on that in the future and another potential breaking point is the aftermath influence of what will happen to future generations if nothing changes with the way that college tuition is
1: college tuition is such a scam (laughs) like i don't like again i'm very thankful that my parents Mm -hmm. have paid for my college tuition when i went to Mm -hmm. undergrad um so i came out with no loans um but even seeing that deteriorated us you know like in either way if you can pay it off or if you can't pay it off and you're at loans you're still at a loss correct (laughs) and like when you come out of that education like for college and we went to a great university I can't you know (laughs) it's not like we went to and I'm not knocking down anything but like you know it'd be different we went to community college and then went to our university like Rutgers after two years that's still you know help but even so, like the level of education that we all got, pretty much the same. No one at, at the workplace and any anyone that has gotten Don't employed
0: no doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no thanks for like, yeah, no one cares. And it's so funny, especially for me now. Most no one, of, no one cares. Most of the it's just not relevant. Like. Yeah, literally the certifications and the further education and like all the credits that I have and the CEUs and all of those things that I built up that had nothing to do with what my majors were are what I use now more than that. So it's like it what uh, I'd true. not I would not be the person that I am now or gotten on the path that I got to if it wasn't for all of that. So I don't want to say it was Waste, right? It wasn't worth it, it.
1: wasn't wasted, like especially for me. Like, I need it cost
0: too much, it cost more than it should have. Correct, it was worth potentially. So, it's 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 a weird and and it's it's funny because I'm watching two of the funny things that haven't changed that have just become more annoyingly expensive and that whole American dream concept was like to get a college degree, right? That was a huge American and it's for a lot of people like I know so many people that have come to America from other countries, especially like um like uh African countries and, like, India, um, and some people that have come from, like, the Middle East, I don't know why that left my brain, Um, they come here purposely for access to the higher education at the price and at the, like, the level of opportunity, Um, so, like, that's still very true for the American dream, but it's funny how another one of the, and we, I mean, anybody else who's from Jersey sees this. I always get a flashback and remember, like, those funny commercials from the 1950s that I've seen about, like, the home when home communities, like, I mean, it's funny, Marie and I, Marie and I only know each other because one of those complexes was built in a really small, old-ass town that didn't have any other complexes, like, that was one of the first ones. Um, But those complex communities, like, back in the 1950s and wanting to push people to get mortgages and being a part of the community and all of that stuff and... It's so funny to see how, especially, and I saw so much of it, driving from central Jersey through South Jersey, through Delaware. And my brother's about an hour and a half into Maryland. And you look from side to side on highways that were barren and there's just complex over there and complex over here and complex over here. And like, it's, it's crazy how those two things, you know, 50 60 70 years later are still such an ideal
1: yeah like uh, higher education and uh owning your own house yeah yeah
0: and, it, and that that sense it's not even the owning your own house it's the and I think a lot of it was the it's the generations that you know were born in the 50s the and at that time right because for their families, that was the dream, right? So they were still yeah. influenced by that being the dream. It's the, it's the, co- it really honestly, it's the complexes that get me because it's like, that house looks the same. And we lived in one of them. I remember driving around being like, that house looks the same and that house looks the same and that house looks the same.
1: Yeah, there was literally like five, like a uh, uh, sample. You got options, like, options. Yeah. Five options. designs and like, right, layouts. Here's the five designs and layouts. Pick one. And, and it's and just, just so funny stuff. to
0: drive, to drive, you know, other states and see that still happening right we moved into our complex over 20 years ago now
1: yeah I mean we we're in like fourth grade or something
0: literally honestly I think 20 20 years ago now because I was nine when we moved there
1: but yeah 20 years ago so you guys are still there
0: <laughs> uh, yeah my parents are still there so yeah. it's it's so weird to see that still be an ideal like that cookie cutter
1: it is very it's still the american dream for many people i don't know if it's like
0: but why do they have to why is that part why does it have to be and right that's another that's another thing that like owns real estate and why real estate sucks the way it sucks right now is because all of these like major real estate real estate um like i can't think of what they're realtors the like like the toll brothers and like all of those oh yeah
1: yeah, other, like those co- com- Yeah, stuff.
0: like the contracting companies. Like they, they just everything. It's like it, it's like a really bad like landscaping virtual game. It's like copy <sighs> and paste. Let's put it over here. Let's pop it over there. Let's put it over yeah, there. Yeah, I
1: mean you see a ton of not <clears> even <throat> just like um, housing, like I don't know streets, but like condos and apartment buildings, and you know, there's one around here that's being built, and it. I feel like it started when I like moved here like in september and it's like almost up to like almost like built and that was only a few months ago it's just,
0: and it's so funny to think about it's that so- by you because you're in such an overpopulated area already like where are those people going mm-hmm. like what's
1: happening like, it's, it's and not even that it's so convenient too like, that's why, like, it's very overpopulated for a reason. But that's, that's so why, convenient. and that's yeah. why
0: Jersey is able to do what Jersey is able to do with that because we-, we Build up, like,
1: like, it's just apartments and condos that are like, you know. We were,
0: it's one of the funny things that my, uh, I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law about is like, we're, we're taking up so much space, but at the same time, like, everything's starting to go up, right? Like, they're doing these little communities now where like, you have- like four Um,
1: four floor buildings and it's like you know five units per floor so it's like yeah and it's like
0: there's stores on the bait like the bottom you've seen like yeah Yeah, of course you've seen these communities like there's stores on the bottom and then somewhere in the and it's funny um one of the leading places in doing this is actually have you know lifetime right the lifetime fitness um i think so yeah so they this was two years ago that this came across like my awareness they started creating these communities where it's like this huge massive like the building multiple buildings all attached where everything you could possibly want is inside of it like your housing's inside of it fitness center like the whole lifetime fitness center you don't have to attached. leave You never have to, there's movie theaters there's like everything and it's funny because I like when I first saw like the layouts for them, I was like, this thing could blast off into space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, right. it would, it would be, you know, it own be really fine. Sustainable thing. Right. But it's, it's, it's everything starting to build up. And it's funny because we were, t- as we were talking about this, do you remember the movie The Fifth Element with Bruce I've Willis?
1: Never, I've never watched it.
0: <laughs> so they live, they live in, it's like the Jetsons, you know, the Jetsons, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. never see the ground, right? You just right. see really tall buildings and they fly between like, that's what it's like in the fifth element too. Um, like, is that, I don't, is that what the future like really looks like? <laughs> is that I Cause I can't, I can't, do, I can't do cities anymore. I like already cannot do like building on building on building on like where I live now makes me crazy and it's like there's grass everywhere and trees that I can still like so it's it's super interesting and I what's crazy is that there are people who are total or would prefer that right who are totally okay with that, but it, it definitely has made me realize that I'm not okay with that.
1: Well it's because we're just overpopulated as a as a world yeah. not even as a nation it's just like overpopulation so like to house people that aren't buying it also is like the millennials buying like the the market now like some of us don't want full-on houses i didn't i didn't want a house yeah. i just wanted yeah. like a, a condo like apartment. a space that's actually yours yeah yeah that like you know that i didn't have a landlord but was mine so it was like all right like let me mortgage out a condo and then there are other millennials that like just want townhomes where it's like yes there is a yard yes whatever but all that outside stuff is for the association right. so it's like it's the market too or like no, you know.
0: definitely it's a benefit and there are some places where it's more available than other places right and like, I definitely i'm seeing in places that it's like was straight up farmland like now there's like this random like condo complex there that wasn't there before or, like a and
1: town- like climate change isn't real apparently with all this shit like come on now <laughs>
0: It is very, it's super interesting. I it's, I just, it makes when you, when you start to have awareness of the way that things are changing and it's changing at such a quick rate, right? Like I was telling you when I was driving down, I mean, two years is not a lot of time. And the level of like overdevelopment that I'm starting to see in like areas that used to be bare, like when I would drive through Maryland, it's just like, what the hell, (laughs) what's going on? And it's just uh, like, how, where, how do you do, what do you do with that? It's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's so, it's like I said, it's definitely made me very, I have now become super sensitive to the physical spaces that I'm in and how close I am to natural things has a huge impact on me
1: and there's not enough natural things around us so no it's rough so, so i get the uh the need sure. to like go away
0: yeah that makes so, sense we shall see what happens it'll be real interesting when dan and i like actually do move again because hmm it's like what what we want and what's available and right like what it, it's just oh it's so much it really is so much but i think that the nice thing is that even when you have a home and you have a space there's always opportunity to adventure and today i was thinking about remember how when we talked about like when we watched um don't look up we were talking about like if the end of the world were to happen and you knew about it what would you do
1: yeah
0: i wouldn't necessarily want to go on any extravagant traveling but i a hundred percent would do a whole shit ton of just like random adventuring that makes sense and traveling and backpacking and like just experiencing and seeing as much of like having a new, as much new experiences as I could Being mm-hmm. no, about that today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. After yeah, you going off and driving for three hours. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> it's fun to find yourself. It's kind of scary yeah. to find yourself. It's, it's scary to have the realization of the fact that you've lost yourself. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It's, but <laughs> ignorance is bliss guys, but if you do come in tune to the fact that something doesn't feel right it's terrifying but it's beautiful to be able to have something make you realize like how you find yourself again and like have a new depth and level of understanding yourself because of that experience so go find some place to adventure
1: yeah I agree Uh, it's really just the re-finding yourself aspect that most of us have to do especially during our 20s
0: yeah and you're gonna have to do for the rest of your life because the world that we live in constantly wants to tell you who you are right 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 right. exactly so oh i'm getting hiccups from my my vegan mac and cheese well thank you guys for joining us i hope that you've had a nice calming relaxing weekend well we'll be too we'll be checking in with you we'll be listening to us on a tuesday so Hopefully, you're having a good week, but or Tuesday or Wednesday, but thanks for joining us, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. Um, don't be afraid to take an adventure, because you deserve to reconnect with yourself, and that's a huge part of living your best life.
1: Okay, bye. <laughs>